At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. We are off and running on a Tuesday evening. That is a happy Sean King. Yes, Look yes, at him. yes. Open it up a little bit, looking yeah. like Banksy this little Tuesday something. evening. I am Tim Murray, and boy, oh boy, uh, Sean, good call by you. Uh, your hometown, Tampa Bay Lightning, a very impressive four to one win, a little plus money. You said take the dogs. Yes. Uh, the Blues have an early one nothing lead over the Avalanche as well. Uh, but a hell of a performance from your Tampa Bay Lightning as they take a 1-0 lead on the Florida Panthers. Yeah, came out, played like the veteran team they are. I actually think the Panthers, in some aspects and ways, are a easier series for the Lightning than the Maple Leafs. So, of course, I took the Lightning pre-flop. Uh, as Puckstradamus mentioned yesterday, I'll be betting the dog in almost every game because I think the majority of these series are basically 50-50 in my opinion. So, you know, so far we're 1-0. Blues are up 1-0. See if we can bring that home and, you know, have a nice little Tuesday afternoon. Yeah, there we go. Uh, St. Louis, like you said, uh, leading 2 to nothing. We have game one of the Eastern Conference Finals uh, underway, and the end of that first half made me want to vomit because they wouldn't miss. Nobody uh, wanted to miss any shots at the end of the first half. It was 62-54 to 54 at the break. Uh, quite the impressive performance from Boston in that first half as they had 42 points, Sean, in the paint. And uh, this is a team that uh, we learned Marcus Smart would be out and uh, Al Horford out uh, due to COVID. Uh, so something, obviously, to keep an eye on. Hopefully, uh, no other Celtics players uh, get COVID. Um, but he is, uh, he is out, and we'll see how many games he'll ultimately miss. But... Uh, very impressive has Jason Tatum, man, uh, continues to do it. And it's not just from threes. That's the impressive part. He's one for five from three, uh -huh. but 21 points in the first half, Sean, uh, for Jason Tatum. And then Robert Williams, you know, missed the the chunk uh, of the of the Buck series. He's back, started tonight, five for five, 12 points, five rebounds. Uh, so you're seeing it in other ways from the Celtics as opposed to, a plethora of threes that they shot in Game 7 against the Bucks Tonight, 
They went inside to the paint, and they have a 62-58 to 58 lead right now with the free throw coming from Miami. It's been a very well-played first half. Uh, I took the under with you. Yeah. I also followed JVT, whose uh, play of the day was Boston plus the two. So hopefully we can get both of those home. <sighs> it's very interesting. I felt like, and kind of correct me if I'm wrong here, what seemed to be trending on, t- on Twitter, at least, was Tatum under his player prop. I think it was, what, 29 or something was the point? 27 and a half. And he's on his way to 42. So yeah. uh, <laughs> I think he's making a statement. I remember pre-flop before the entire playoff start, we sat here and I said, Jason Tatum has a chance mm-hmm. to elevate himself into that top five category of players in the world. And, I mean, he looked phenomenal in the first half. Yeah, it's a crowded it's a crowded top five, but um, you know if he leads this Celtics team and you know the way that he played in Game Six, Sean uh, against the Bucks, going toe to toe with Giannis on the road with forty six points, um, who knows? I mean, he has he's playing tremendous. You know, he's only what twenty four years old, so uh, really, really, uh, I've been liking what I've seen from from Jason Tatum. I, I took the uh, approach. I didn't bet this game aside. I bet. The total, which looks like it's going to be wrong. Uh, hopefully, we get a a really terrible <laughs> drought here. Um, but I I just I had a feeling, and it could still happen. It's down to three points now. I had a feeling that the Celtics this would be a, a really tricky spot. Now I wasn't going to go against JVT, but I was just I was going to kind of see how this game played out. I thought about playing Miami second half, especially the way that Boston shot as uh, a team that makes tremendous adjustments. Obviously, they've got a head coach. Uh, and Eric Spolstra, who's won, you know, multiple titles. Uh, but, you know, I was kind of hoping that Miami would lose this game and then I could get a better price on Boston to win the championship. So I have uh, some advice for you. And I, I got my phone because I wanted to pull up exactly what it was. Okay. So I can't take full credit for believing in Boston post Horford and Smart being out. But I woke, I woke up this morning. I went to Starbucks. Okay. I got me and the wife two ice toasted vanilla oat milk shaken espressos. And <laughs> I came back home and I was reading the Vizen Daily Notes mm-hmm. and I clicked on Mr. Jonathan Von Tobel and he had his play of the day Celtics plus two. I went online and I wagered on Celtics plus two. So it's a three point contest right now. We'll see if I did the right thing or if I didn't. But if it turns out in my favor, then tomorrow you're gonna get the same drink. No, I need you to go to Starbucks and <laughs> you get you and Miss Murray an iced toasted vanilla oat milk shaken espresso. All right. If if your Boston play comes home, right? Uh, which by the way, I'm just I'm glad you went to Veasan.com. I'm proud yes, of you. Yes, I, I did. Mean, I got I mean, up. It's my morning read. You you used to get mad, be like, well, JVT didn't text me. I'm like, well. He he write he does a lot of hard work and he writes these these columns. Make sure to check it out. And it's not just JVT. We got Adam Burke writing MLB breakdowns. We've got Andy McNeil doing the hockey games. Uh, we've got Puckstradamus mm-hmm. uh, giving out Lightning Plus. I think it was one forty last night. So very nice cash there for you, mm-hmm. sir. Um, and uh, we will uh, we will see. But uh, yeah, right now I I was uh, and like. Very well could end up being wrong here as Miami's hitting threes from Fort Lauderdale. So, you know, what are we going to do? Um, but it's now 63-62. And, uh, and, and I made a point of giving you that story because I want your opinion on this. Because I think a toasted almond. Uh, ice toasted. Oat milk. Oat milk. Oat milk. Oat milk something. Espresso. Something like that, yeah. 
Was um, that given to you? Everybody at Starbucks watches the social. Say what, what what Big King talked about last night. By no, the way, no. Miami now has the lead. Yeah, I know. We could be wrong, but that's okay. So I have a question for you, and this is a theoretical I'm question. I'm very angry because I, I was about to bet the second half. Process. I did not do it. Listen to me. Mm-hmm. I struggle at times with I really like something the night before. Mm-hmm. I know this is going to be the best line I'm going to get, but I'm also taking a gamble because of how much time is between me hitting bet and the actual first pitch or the opening tip. Where do you stand on, especially when it pertains to mm-hmm. baseball, basketball, hockey in the playoffs, where you have guys you might not know if they're available to game time? What's your comfort zone as to to that? Because I, I I took the Celtics this morning. Obviously, I didn't know right. Horford and Smart were going to be out. I would say baseball's a little different, right? And you know, I'm sure I know Scott talks about this a lot on the on the look ahead. A lot of the times, you got to wait for those lineups to come out mm-hmm. uh, before you could feel fully comfortable. Now you know the starting pitchers, and you know once again, by the way, I know Aaron talked about it. Uh, Dylan Cease, the he's, uh, he's the, remarkable the strikeout prop king of the world. Uh, Shout out to our guy, Cody Decker, man. Man, Cody, he put me on Cease. If I, he's an auto bet for me. Nine strikeouts today. Yeah. Giddy up. Um, by the way, uh, shout out to Big Red. Cincinnati Reds brought it home today, 5-4 over the Guardians. Yeah, one game closer. Ah. You know, it's the 10th win of the season. They hey, might, they we're might. double digits now. They, yep. Brewers are losing today to the Braves. Hopefully that, that result holds up. And later, we make up a half a game, or whole game, actually. It's true. Look at that. Big win for the Reds. Yeah. Extra innings. I, I still don't know the ruling. Uh, I was watching this game, and the Reds' closer uncorked a wild pitch, and for some reason, even though the guy on second advanced to third, they held him at third. The umpire threw him back to third. Uh, but no, good win. Good win for the Reds. Good 10th yeah. win of the season. Hey, you can't get to 11 until you get to 10. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. That's correct. So and You can't get to 90 before you get to 10. So it's one game at a time. You want to do a cigar bet? I'll take under 90 wins. No. Okay. I just threw it out there as a number. <laughs> Did the Brewer? Let me check my Brewer. It's three nothing uh, Braves right now in go. the eighth. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get the Braves to win tomorrow. Reds win again, and guess what? So you're just you're forgetting about the teams in the middle of the NL Central. I know. I you're thought just... about you know what I, th- I thought about taking a Cubs wager to win it too, because I feel like it's the Reds or the Cubs. One of the two is going to win the NL Central. I just got this feeling. Call me crazy, but I just got. This I mean, I ha- by I've, the way, Aaron, I've done it enough. Aaron, so. what can we get the Cubs at 
to win the NL Central. Can somebody look that up for me? Yeah, because it's one of those two teams that's just walking away. Yeah, the Brewers are very overrated, in my opinion. Okay. Yeah. They're just 23 and 13. Oh, they are. And they get to play the Reds, and they get to play the what Pirates. There you go. 35 to 1 at DraftKings. Ah, that don't, that, don't, that don't sound as juicy as, as that, that 400, 350, whatever I got on the Reds. That, that's crazy. They're only four games up in the win column on my Reds. That's a lot. I know. By the way, the Reds are six, Reds are six and four. And they're uh, – I also have a sweat going on in baseball. I have the Angels, and uh, they're trying to still second. Got picked off. Probably not a good way to get any more runs in that game. But, hey. Maybe we need to keep an eye on the, uh, the heat in the third quarter. Uh, plus 77 point differential in the third quarters in the postseason. Wow. Uh, 64-63 right now. Miami leading Boston after trailing uh, by eight at the break. So I, I just need a, a snail's pace to come out here, slow it down, you know, maybe start tripping over your shoelaces a little bit, kicking the ball out of bounds, some cold shooting. Um, but we, we need a lot of that to happen if, if we're magically going to get this under. Uh, Boston scoring one point through the first uh, three and a half minutes is a good start. We just need Miami to, you know, keep up their end of the bargain. Tampa Bay, great win, four to one. Great call by Puck Stradamus. Uh, St. Louis right now leading one to nothing. Let's go, Blues. Under five minutes to go in the first period as those two respective series underway. Big news today here at the Circa Sportsbook. We'll give you all of the latest details on the Circa Millions and the Circa Survivor. When we come back, it's the nightcap here on Visa. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Are you ready for a fresh start? And we mean a real fresh start with lasting change. Take the Zen 10 Challenge and switch up the way you've been enjoying nicotine. Available in a variety of tastes and strengths, Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free and spit-free. Try Zen Nicotine Pouches for 10 days or your money back. Your fresh start is here. Take the Zen 10 Challenge today at zyn.com slash 10. That's zyn.com slash 10. Zen Nicotine Pouches are for only for adults 21 and over who currently use tobacco or nicotine. Warning, the product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. 68-64. I'm trying to do the math in my head, Sean, if we have any shot of this uh, under coming uh, home. I would lean towards uh, outside of the game getting called after the third quarter. <laughs> Probably not. I mean, Miami or Boston having two points through the first five minutes is helpful. It, it is helpful um, as Miami has outscored Boston 16-2. to two. Here in this third quarter. Yeah, and maybe this is where the fatigue sets in for having a rotation short without Horford and Smart. All right, so I got 204. So it's interesting because I probably can't win both bets now. Because I feel like the only way it goes under is if Boston gets stuck on 64. You know, and the game ends up, you know, 103 to 80 or something crazy like that. You know what I mean? I don't see a scenario where Boston covers the two and the game stays on under 204. 
Yeah. Because Miami's almost at 75, which is always my threshold. 25 a quarter gets you 100 a side. That's 200, right? So Boston definitely looks like they're probably going to be in the 80s at the end of the third quarter. Yeah, if we get like... Yeah, I'm going to have to sacrifice your play there. We're going to have to speed that one well, up. Well, if I got to go one one and one, I mean, I'd rather... You know, we could get like 110 to 90. We'd be good. We could do that. Huh. Could we make that happen? I mean... At, like, this point, I I at this point, Miami's only got, or Boston's only got two points here listen, in this, in this I, I, third I quarter. I won't hold this against JVT because the write-up comes out right. early. Yeah. So Al Horford gets yeah, COVID. Yeah, no one had any idea. I didn't even know COVID was still out there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, rumor has it. It's uh, still out there. Um, you button up my shirt. Nothing's going right in this Angel game. Get yeah. rid of my bank signal. Right. 72-64. Yeah, we got to. We have no shot. But, but, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a, a wise yeah, I, man. I, just, we don't have any A shot. wise man. It Matt, is what it is. Matt Humans once said, just give up. Yeah, just give up. Yeah, we give up. We'll move on to tomorrow. It's over. Yeah, we got new stuff to bet tomorrow. You know, hey. I was watching uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall over the weekend, and they said uh, one of the uh, guys talking to the guy who's trying to forget Sarah Marshall said, it's like the Sopranos. It's over. Move on. Right. Get a new show. Yeah, we got to move on. I, I'd like a three-run homer right here in this Angels game. 3-3 three, three currently. You got Top the Angels? Six. Yeah, I got the Angels. Okay. Oh, what are you didn't See, like about that pitch. Once again, this is this is indicative of the night, right? Sunder's not going to hit. Eh, you lose bets. All right. But then I, I pulled out the app. And I'm like, you know what? I think I want Miami second half. Yeah, I saw you looking at and it. And I look at the TV and the game started. I'm like, of course. But you were so frustrated because of... The end of the second the half. The pace of play. The end of the, the, end yeah. of the first half had 40 points in the final hey, six minutes. When Boston came out <laughs> on fire, I knew we were in trouble. Oh, man. I did. I knew we were in trouble. It's 62 at the half. All right. Well, you know, at this point, I don't know. I mean, I would still like a miracle under, um, but I'd rather... And if I'm not going to get my miracle under, well, let's let's yeah, get, let's get I, you I, I and JVT I, home. Here. In reality, I think I'm going over two in this game. Probably. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Probably. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe you can get your uh, your underdog here home. I, I just want the Angels to do what they're supposed to do. There's no way they dropped the first two games against the Rangers, right? Like, come on. Um, we're going to talk to Warren Sharp. Uh, looking forward to this conversation. He really does a, a great job when the schedule is released. He has uh, some some breakdowns, and I think a unique way to look at his breakdowns, and then you could correlate that to division odds or over-unders on the season. Uh, So we'll talk to Warren Sharp coming up in 10 minutes. But Sean King, once again, Mm -hmm. uh, another commercial appearance. Now, this is just recut, but still, hey, 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 hey. you'll take it. I don't know how long you're going to enjoy me. Denzel Denzel called a day. He should. Yeah, as the Angels strike out. So way to go, fellas. The uh the news came out this morning on Follow the Money with Mitch and Paul. Derek Stevens and Mike Palm both uh went on there to to unveil the uh the latest and greatest about this year's Circa Million and Circa Survivor. We actually have the new commercial and uh Looks like Amal Shaw and Paulie Howard did get in there, uh, so they were happy about that. So let's take a look at the latest commercial uh, regarding the Circa Millions and the Circa Survivor, and then we'll give our thoughts as well on uh, on the latest Circa Millions. What's the guarantee? What's the guarantee? 
guarantee. Hey, Derek, what's the guarantee? The biggest pro football contests in Vegas are back. With 12 million in guaranteed prizes, there's two ways to win and there's no rake. The Circus Sports Millions with quarterly payouts and 100% payback. Play Circus Survivor. Select one team each week with no point spreads. Take in the big cash with 12 million in guaranteed prizes. There you go, $12 million in guaranteed prizes. Last year, it was $6 million guaranteed for Circa Survivor. That remains the same, but Circa Millions has gone up to $6 million. And uh, once again, it is guaranteed. So if for some reason no one can get here and only Sean King enters the Circa Survivor, Guess what? that's all your money. You're, right. You're getting $6 bucks. And I'm going to still try and go all the way through without losing. <laughs> Just make people wait. I'm gonna go on a limb. I'm gonna go on a limb and say uh, that's. I won't be by myself. That's not. You're not gonna be by yourself. Maybe I'll just have somebody stand down at the just, desk just that looks threatening. It. Yeah, bribing people off. Hey, what you about to bet? I'm gonna get it. How many people are you gonna put in? Get in the cut of the of the six million that you're gonna win? Nah, um, none. So, as uh, as Derek told us on uh, Friday's show, there are new prizes, more prizes for circa million. Four, you will get the last place, the booby prize, hundred grand. But the half booby, second to last place, gets fifty grand. Uh, there will be prizes all the way through uh, one through, I think it's uh, one hundred. So a no. lot of prizes to be had. Um, yeah, no. all the way through eleventh uh, through one hundredth place will all bring in some cash. Uh, that'll be a total. That pot from 11th to 100 uh, will be 1.3 million dollars. So first place, circa millions, gets a million bucks. Second place, half a million. Third place, 40, 400 grand. Fourth place, 350, and it goes on and on like that. Uh, circa million, circa survivor. It's simple enough. Uh, your last one standing, and you're by yourself. You get all six million dollars. Uh, if you decide not to use the Rams. And Bengals, it's an extra million dollars. Similar incentive they had last year. So the Super Bowl uh, contestants from last year, uh, if you do not use them, that's an extra million dollar bonus. So your thoughts, Sean, on the uh, on the new I like it. Thoughts, new uh, new guarantees. We'll obviously talk to uh, Derek, uh, I believe, Thursday night. We're going to change it up this week. So uh, I'm heading out of town, and I'm on location. And you are, uh, yeah, you are on uh, on duty. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm playing Survivor. Just Survivor, not Circus. I mean, millions. yeah, I'm playing Survivor. I gotta, I gotta do some research on millions. I don't feel like that plays in my strengths. Because you have to pick five games. Five games right? a week yeah. against the spread. Football, you know, I'm kind of a one game guarantee kind of guy, you know. So as long as it's not the Steelers at home. And the Raiders. The millions can be a mixture of college and pro. No, this uh, circa is just NFL. Just oh yeah, I got no shot in that. I'll just do Survivor. Yeah, I know your strengths. That is true, and I, I definitely can tell you who's gonna win games. <laughs> well, I hope you're more successful than you were last year. So uh, last year, I allowed, I was influenced. Never takes. Never is accountable. By people who I thought were my friends. <laughs> and really what I was dealing with was too anti-anything D.C. area professional sports guys, which I hadn't really, like, 
taken full comprehension of the resentment that you guys have towards the ability of any D.C. area pro team to have success. So now that I know that, I won't solicit opinions from you or Aaron when it comes to any D.C. professional team. Well, I'll give you I, I'll give you opinions. I told you the Nationals would be the one of the worst teams in baseball. They are. They're comical. Um, I told you Washington will go under eight and a half wins last year. They did. Uh, and I told you, don't put your survivor on Giants-Washington Thursday night. And I should have done it anyway. Yeah, I would have won. No matter be- how lucky, I would have won. And Spark, and spark star fire. Whatever you say, Sean. Yep. Good luck. Celtics on the comeback, the- down three. All right. End the game. Facts. No more. Just, just, I'll just, take it. Just call it. 1-1, one, one, I'll take it. Just miss every shot from here on out. All right, we're going to break down the schedule Get some thoughts on some over-unders. Who's got the toughest? Who's got the easiest schedule this season? Warren Sharp next. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Answer the call of cash with DraftKings Connect to Victory Challenge, sponsored by Verizon. Play for free in its nine-part prediction pool series and take your shot at grabbing a share of $45,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Verizon. Now to join the action, Verizon, America's most reliable 5G network. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Alongside Super Bowl champ Sean King, I am Tim Murray. Uh, Celtics and Heat, 80 to 74, 259 to go in the third quarter. Heat with that six point lead, and uh, hopefully, many more misses to come. Eh, just give up. Just give up. We move on to the next bet. Well, maybe that next bet could be something in the win total market, whether it be an over or under or something in a division. And uh, no one breaks down the schedule better, in my opinion, than Warren Sharp. And he joins us right now at Sharp Football on Twitter part of the NBC family. And uh, Warren, there's so many you know, great ways that you look at the schedule. And I want to start with Buffalo. So you pointed something out, uh, this net rest edge. So Buffalo, based off of um, over-unders here in, uh, in Vegas, has the 18th easiest schedule in the league. But they have a ton of net rest edge. So if people haven't seen your tweet and your breakdowns, what exactly does that mean and how beneficial, in your opinion, is this edge that the Buffalo Bills have in the 2022 season? Well, hey, guys, thanks for having me. First of all, I, as you know, am a total nerd as it relates to the NFL schedule because I do think that there's two ways to look at the schedule. There's, like you just mentioned, the over-under strength of schedule based on the win totals, and that is an element of strength of schedule that it depends entirely on who you play. The element we found out on Thursday is when you play these teams. That is something that, unlike this schedule strength, which the NFL has no control over, the NFL has 100% control over when you're going to play your opponents. How much rest are they giving you? How much rest are they giving your opponent? Is there a discrepancy between your rest and the opponent's rest? leaving you with a rest advantage or rest disadvantage. And it goes beyond that, as I'm sure we're going to discuss. But a team like the Buffalo Bills, they lead the NFL with a day 
net rest advantage, which means as you add up the little individual rest edges over the course of their 17 games, in totality, they are plus 12 over their opponents this season, which is the best in the NFL. In comparison, the Green Bay Packers are minus 12. So that's the, uh, uh, I guess, the, the uh, straddle that we're looking at is a 24-game rest differential between the best and the worst in the NFL. And rest edges do matter. They matter more late in the season. Now, for a team like the Bills, who is a good team and a well-coached team, it's not going to hurt them to be at a rest disadvantage as often. But when they play some teams on their schedule that they are clearly better than, you will find that if you look at ATS results over the last five years, the last 10 years, at teams that have rest edges, they do fare better. And when they have equal rest, they fare a little worse. And when they are at a rest deficit, they do substantially worse. And we're talking like roughly 14 ATS percentile points separating rest deficits versus rest edges. The league doesn't want you to believe that. The league says, oh, this is fair. The league is actually giving us a schedule this year, guys, that has more rest discrepancies than last year's schedule had. But that's a bad thing for the teams. It's a good thing for us because now there's more opportunities to gamble on these games and to pick out these games that have the rest advantages and bet them. Well, Warren, first off, I love the mustache. I mean, that's an incredible look right there. As the kids would say, it's Gucci. <laughs> uh, being an ex-player in a warm-weather climate, uh, Tim asked the other day, well, what did you guys think when the schedule came out? And I said, Tim, all we cared about, where is the NFL sending us on the road in late December when it's going to be freezing? So it's amazing. Like, you obviously, you have, you're an expert on this. You've cornered the market. I guess my question would be, how much of an impact does the net rest have on the teams that have to do the international travel? Yeah, well, there you're looking at uh, a very small sample size. And when you're going beyond that, you're looking at does the team have a buy the next week or do they not because they are allowed to choose what they want to do. And I unfortunately believe that it's too small of a sample, especially now we've got a game in Germany this year. We do have some games that are down in Mexico, which we had last year as well. So, or maybe it was two years ago. Um, so those don't involve quite the level of travel. Uh, so I think it's difficult to really quantify uh, who has a definitive edge because the sample size isn't large enough. But as you mentioned, uh, especially late in the year, that is when the rest edges matter more, um, especially in this 17-game season that's spread over 18 weeks. I looked at, at last year, the first time we ever had an 18-week season, weeks 14 through 18, teams with a rest advantage, won 66% of their games and covered 58%. And I know if you looked at the NFL and they said, oh, 58% ATS, we don't even care about the ATS. But you and I both know <laughs> that these games should be right around 52.38% for minus 110. It shouldn't be too much different than that. And if we're now looking at we can just blindly bet the teams with the rest edge late in the season and cover 58% of our bets, that's a massive edge that we now have. And thus, uh, the NFL needs to do better at spreading the disadvantages around the league, but they clearly have not done that. And there are certain teams that have very disadvantage, uh, disadvantages, uh, disad 
disadvantageous situations that they're running into this season. Amongst some of them late in the season are the Eagles and the Commanders uh, and teams that get benefited a lot are the Dallas Cowboys. Now, these teams don't necessarily show up on this net rest edge graphic as being the best or the worst, but that's why it's not necessarily the cumulative impact, but I prefer looking at it on a game-by-game basis isolating these the situations that are matter that matter the most and that's what you can profit on when you're betting on these games week to week well i want to jump to washington as we're talking to warren sharp at sharp football on twitter uh make sure to check out his twitter profile he's got his uh, article on this uh pinned to the top of his twitter profile you mentioned washington uh they're a team that that sean is is high on and and i'm intrigued by washington i think they've got a shot to win the NFC East this year, and there's some lofty odds there, and especially warm when you look at the start of the schedule, right? They get the number one pick team on the Jacksonville Jaguars at home and then the number two pick in the Detroit Lions, and I was doing a, a hit the other day, and I basically said, you know, when you look at the start of the schedule, it is vital for them to get off to this 2-0 and start because of how the schedule kind of works out towards the end. Uh, for those who haven't read it, break down the, the disadvantages Washington has uh, in the back half of the season this year. Right. So as you look at their individual games that they're playing and their strength of schedule, and you look at some of these teams, I mean, they have this stretch where they're playing like from week 11 onward, they're playing the Texans and the Falcons, two of the teams that have the worst, lowest win totals in the NFL this year, two games against the New York Giants separated by a bye. And of course, they finished the season with a few more difficult games against teams that should probably make the playoffs their final three. But you're not really going to notice anything that stands out to you. But the reality is this. They are going to play four opponents that are off of mini buys, which is a game, you know, from the vernacular of what the mini buy is. You played on a Thursday. Your opponent played on a Thursday. They don't play the next Sunday and they play you the Sunday after that. They have 10 days of rest and you only have seven. So you're not necessarily at a disadvantage like you're playing on a short week or you're playing with less than seven days of rest, but your opponent has extra rest over you. And maybe the first time that you play a team like that, it's not that big of a deal. But when you play four of these games from week 10 onward, you are now late in the season, your bodies are getting tired, and you're facing four opponents that have had three extra days of rest over you. And the reason why it's such a big issue to me is, as you know, there's only, what I think, 16 or maybe 17 Thursday night football games. Why does Washington have to play four opponents coming off of many buys? Since the NFL expanded Thursday night football in 2006, there's been just one team to play four opponents coming off of many buys. And now it's Washington and actually two other teams this year play four teams coming off of many buys in the same season. The difference for Washington is all of these are stacked at the end of the season. And so it's a problem, number one, for Washington because they have to deal with this. Number two, it's a problem because this rarely happens yet the NFL is forcing with this season play four opponents off of many buys. And number three, the bigger factor here is that they could be spreading out these disadvantaged situations, but they're not doing it. He is Warren Sharp. He is the best in the business and breaking it down. Make sure to check out the website. Follow him on Twitter, at Sharp Football. Warren, always a pleasure, man. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. There he is, Warren Sharp. 
three quarters in the books. And uh, to quote my partner in crime, the under has no shot. It's a nightcap. <laughs>
what from a length of time? Five days. It's still five days. I believe so. so he's I, I don't know for sure. Guaranteed to be out game two. That, I don't know that. Oh. I, I think if I'm a Boston fan, I mean, all you're trying to do is win one game in Miami. Right. Yeah. So, and, I mean, I wouldn't panic over this game, but and we could talk to we'll talk to JVT. Jonathan and I'm pretty Bacobo. sure Marcus Smart has on a window treatment. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what that is. Yeah. Got his sore foot. He's out tonight. Um, he was trying Pajamas to or something, right? He was trying to hype out, hype up the team. Yeah. Uh, in, in the break there. So to me, that's the bigger issue because they need Horford. He brings size, rebounding, but he can also stretch the floor offense because uh, of his ability to knock down the three. So, And then yeah. Smart takes a lot of the defensive pressure off of Jason Tatum, which I think is very, very important. I think what you saw tonight was Tatum wore down. I mean, he came out, he was scoring, but he's also without Marcus and Horford there. He's got, he's got a lot of well, Jalen Brown responsibility. Done, and Jalen Brown has done nothing. And – you know, well, there's always been like a compliment. But there was a, there was an argument that I heard some people say that the Celtics have the two best players in this no, series. No, no. I disagree. Yeah, not I, at all. It's Tatum and Brown. especially not the way Jimmy Butler, Butler has played. Agreed. Yeah. I, I like I said, I I disagree <laughs> with that. Jimmy Butler's got 31 points tonight, so he's he's playing. He's doing his job. Um, I hope Jason Tatum has a great series. Because when I when it comes to me and how I evaluate professional athletes, and this is regardless of sport. And it's one of the things that I really don't like about national media about how big of a piece the marketing aspect has become in professional sports. We're way too quick to call guys stars. Like, I don't think you can be a star until you get on a big stage in a pressure situation and come through. I don't care how talented you are. I don't care what your production looks like. Until you do it on the biggest stage, I don't think they can call you a star. And I don't think you can be called a superstar until you do it multiple times on said stage in the toughest moments. So that's why I think this is so important for Jason Tatum. Because really, this is the second time he's been in this situation. I feel like a couple years back, the Celtics well, 2018. lost to the Cavs, I yeah. think it was. right. So this is his seven. next time. You know, on this stage, and if he comes through, I'll start calling him a star. It's why I never called Devin Booker a star. He did it one time. And then this following year, when he was asked to do it again, he came up empty. So I, I just, I, I use those words a lot more sparingly than a lot of other people. So that's what I'm pulling for Tatum. I'm pulling for Jimmy Butler. But Jimmy Butler's in the same boat. If he leads the Heat past the Celtics and, you know, win or lose in the finals, if he plays at a star level, then I think you deserve to give him that title. Well, it'll be the second time he's done it. He did it uh, in in the bubble, and he would get them back to the finals here. So it's why guys like James Harden and me aren't stars. They're high paid. Yeah. At one point, they were super talented. MVP once, but his worst games have been in his biggest games. And I just wish everybody would follow that line of thinking when it comes to how we label, because it's okay for, to say he's really talented. But you should really like be a little more stingy with who you call a star and especially who you call a superstar. There's not a lot of superstars out there. I agree. Yeah. I mean, I think it gets thrown around a lot. And uh, we, yeah, we do. We, we always want to label people, uh, you know. Yeah, a guy has a great game. I heard somebody say Anthony Edwards is a star. I was like, are you kidding me? I mean, he's talented. I mean, he's a young guy. If he keeps working well, on his game. He's exciting. He's exciting. But, yeah, I'm yeah. not calling him a superstar yet. I, I, not I, superstar. Not even a star. Right. Like, we got to peel back a little bit. 
this, oh, he's a star. You know, especially when it's just attached to where a player was selected in a draft. Especially in the NBA. If you're number one pick in the NBA, they'll put star on you so quick, so fast. You know, I heard somebody say that Jalen Green was a star. I was like, what? Well, I think that, who said that? Yeah, tonight. You know, we're going to get into it later, the the NBA lottery, but I'm like, come on, really? Come on, give me a break. Are you excited for Paolo to go to Oklahoma City? I'm an Orlando Magic fan, so I'm just glad that we get to choose. You're going to get Chet? I don't know who we're going to get, but we get to choose. So you're a Magic fan? Yeah, I I told you that. I think I knew that. Man, listen, I'm geographically tied in. I live in Vegas now, but I grew up in Central Florida, so I'm rocking with all the Central Florida teams, Bucks, Lightning, Magic. Have been from day one, will never change. I added the Golden Knights, but I've officially put them in the red tape. You know that. <laughs> I will root for the Raiders, though. And when the A's get here, I'll root for the Las Vegas A's. So uh, Jonathan Gavoni uh, has put out a, a new mock draft. Uh, and his number one pick is Jabari Smith. Who I've always thought is the best all. player in this draft. But I'll be cool with either one of them. Jabari Smith won. So let's just run through it real quick. We got the odds up here. I just want to run through because people might have missed uh, the uh, the lottery. Magic one, Thunder two, Rockets three, Kings four, Pistons five, Pacers six, Blazers seven, Pelicans via the Lakers eight, Spurs nine, Wizards ten, Knicks eleven, Thunder via the Clippers twelve, Hornets thirteen, and that is the end of the lottery. Pretty excellent how they did the lottery too. I mean, the NBA lottery lasted all about fifteen minutes. That was perfect. Well, people were. Yeah, that was perfect. They didn't draw it out for like five days. You know, it was, hey, hey, it was 15 minutes. They, I don't know if you're giving a jab at the NFL, but if the NFL had a lottery, they would spread it out over three days and we'd yeah, be drooling over it. The only thing that I. They stepped out of bounds. Yeah, the only thing I don't agree with with the NBA lottery is they should show the uh, actual balls being selected. Mm, not the little cards? Yeah, I don't agree with that. We did this earlier. Yeah, that don't fly with me. Uh, you don't trust anything you don't see these days, and you only trust half of what you actually see. I just think it's more intrigue, and it's a lot more believable when, when they actually have the balls out there. I'm very curious to see how this process goes. Uh, we have been kind of told that it is a three-man race, and it's starting to lean a little bit towards a two-man race. Yeah, they didn't, mention, they didn't mention Paolo as much tonight. Um. I know, uh, I know. Uh, I think I saw Mitch in our best bets email put out a flyer, uh, Mitch Mitch Moss on Jaden Ivy to go one. No chance. Uh, I would tend to agree, but well, hey, I say no shot. It's uh, it's forty to one. So uh, Mitch must be a Purdue fan. I don't think Mitch. I think Mitch is a pulling for his pockets. Yeah, fan. they just drafted hey, Suggs last year. I mean, he got. Uh, here's what I hundred to one. Here's on. what's interesting to me. About it's gonna be the NBA it's gonna draft. be Jabari Smith or Chet. Here's Holmberg. what's interesting about. The NBA draft. I would if, pick Jabari. If I ran Orlando Magic, I wouldn't care who's the best player now. I'd be trying to project two, three, four years from now who's going to be the best player. Yeah. What absolutely. does that look like? Because, I mean, the rookie's not going to come in and lead us to a championship. But if we get a third year guy that's developing into a Jason Tatum type career path, then we're set. So I mean, that's what, what you're trying to find. What out. I would do if I were the Magic, I would pick AJ Griffin. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> He's going 12 to the uh, OKC. Uh, Jonathan Gavoni, AJ Griffin going eight. That would be 
inside the top 10. And that would be a cigar for your boy. Hey, uh, no points, no points, no points. We'll talk some hockey. How about the Lightning? Greg Wyshynski going to join us next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.